and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Con Report. I'm your host, Zen, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope you're doing well out there and hope you're excited for another fun-filled, awesome, amazing podcast, which you can find at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-E-K-E-N. If you guys one way or another, remember to like, share, and subscribe. And with that in mind, let's actually get to it because I'm excited talk about the convention that I was at this weekend and sorry if I'm pulling a George Horvath no offense George uh you know just felt that I should wear something a little bit warmer because it is actually warm where I'm currently at because we have moved Spyrokin Studios from the coldness that is Boston to somewhere new a new southern climate but beforehand let's actually get to it shall we because if you have been listening to this podcast for a while we talk about tons of different things from manga reviews video game reviews tv reviews and convention reports. So this is the convention report for one of the, my favorite conventions of all time. We're talking about Anime Boston. So let's get to it, shall we? So for those of you who are unaware, Anime Boston 2023 took place in the fall distant week of, well, April 7th to 9th, 2023. And this was at the Heinz Convention Center. That's at the Prudential Center in Boston, Massachusetts. And as a former mass, mass hall, it was kind of bittersweet to be there because this is the first year that I'm not just able to be like I can stay at my house and then drive to the con I had to actually stay somewhere else a friend was willing to let me stay there and thank you very much I appreciate you you're very awesome and it was a great event I gotta say for this convention I love going to it and it is a blast but let's get on to some of the other information well so for those of you who are unaware uh, Anime Boston originally started all the way back in 2003 so this is technically the 20th anniversary of anime boston technically the 18th because we skipped a couple of years but this is the 20th anniversary and i've got to say this is one of the best cons in a while and you see that they have honed their craft to be the best they can be and while yes there are some issues with the convention center that's not their fault that's the convention center's fault but i digress so this was a packed convention with tons of guests this year just going over a couple of them we had greg Ayers, aztec Hako Belize, Dante Bosco, Christine Marie Cabanos, Chiba Tifa, Zach Davison, Adam Gibbs, Erica Harlocker, Sarah Hodge Weatherby, Christina Marie Kelly, Takanashi Kiara, Lady Sells, E. Jason Liebert, Emmy Lord, Quinn Lord, Helen McCarthy, who I was very happy to see, uh, you had Eric McEvers, Brandon McEvans, Lisa on Wheels, Neil Nadelman, Sarah Nervi, Philip Canva Odega, Paranorma, Keith Stevenson, Spectra, Stars on Cassiopeia, John Swarsey, J. Michael Tatum, Anna Wild, and Shue Yashijima. So we had a t- packed group this year, and there were tons of things going on. Uh, personally, I was really excited because I've been following Helen McCarthy for years. I own several of her books. And actually getting to talk to her and watch her do her panels, it was a fucking masterclass. It was brilliant. It was amazing. It was one that made my mouth drop. Uh, Zach Davison, friend of the podcast, great guy. I'm happy he was able to attend. Neil Nadelman, another amazing person. We had great talent. We had some great illustrators like Shua Yoshijima. And then for uh, musicians, you had Aztec, which I heard a lot of good things about the convention. Fortunately, I had a panel conflict because I was running a panel at that time, but... You know, it was a crazy, crazy event. And what can I say? I mean, there was so much going on that happened at the con that was a blast. So as usual, I showed up there on Thursday to get my panel, check everything out. And 
there was a decent amount of buzz and people were really excited to go. They were excited to do so much and to see the things that were happening at the convention. Hold on one second. Yes, I'm drinking from an Otakon cup. Sorry, I don't have an Anime Boston cup. They did give me some cool swag, including an Anime Boston journal, which I'm now going to use to have signatures, So, and also to do some of my con notes, but I digress. So, there was so much going on, and let's actually get to some of the more unique parts about the convention, and that the big thing was the panels, and there were tons of panels. I'm not talking about one panel, or two panels, or three panels. I'm talking about tons of panels. The big one is that Crunchyroll was presenting My Home Hero and Skip and Loafer at the convention. I'm surprised they didn't do Hell's Paradise, but I was able to snag that for one of my panels, and people were shocked they hadn't seen the new episode yet. So it was a nice little touch there. But they presented My Home Hero, Skip and Loafer. High Dive presented Oshinoko, uh, which was the North American premiere, and Oshinoko uh, is a manga that I've been a, kind of a little bit of a fan of. It's such a weird premise. And apparently the anime is amazing. Again, I had a conflict of interest. Crunchyroll debuted my favorite of the latest releases. And yes, we're talking about that one that only the King of Braves, Gao Gaigar, which I'm currently building as a gunpla, and I will show you guys that when I'm done with it. But I digress. So let's actually get to the panels. There were tons of panels that were happening, and some of them I actually ran. Well, let's get to the ones I ran. Well, as usual, I ran uh, 22 manga recommendations for grown-ups which has been my uh, manga recommendations for grown-ups I've been doing since 2012, and I've been doing tons of different ones over the years. This one I decided to do musical manga recommendation because the theme for the convention this year was idols and music. So I had tons of really good music mangas. If you want to check out the different ones I talked about, go to the website, uh, www.spyker.com. I'm going to be posting all of them on a list, so you can check it out there. I also did um, Intro to Manga and Manga Collection, a new podcast where we talk about the introductions to manga and the aspects of manga collection, a.k.a. Manga Anonymous, getting into the highs and lows of getting into manga collection. I did A Day in the Life, which is mangas about real life. Yep, I did two recommendation panels for mangas in a row. Kind of cool, kind of subtle. This one was a little different because it's a lot more bio biographical, so everything from B. Ludwig, which is about Beethoven, to uh, Shizuru Mizuki's Hitler. I covered tons of elements and some of them are sad some of them are happy well actually let's be honest most of them are really really sad but again if you want to check it out go to spyrokin.com you can look at it there so next i did that one that only the insane manga challenge which was a lot of fun everyone had a blast doing it they did put me in a smaller room this year and apparently the line was wrapped around the room so they said next year we're going to put you in a bigger room hopefully they do that i also was doing horror and anime manga 2023 again same problem they put me in a smaller room which was weird because that literally covered the entire floor because everyone loves that panel and it was a lot of fun this year. Some of the new things I showed, including things that had premiered that day. So that was a blast. And those were the panels I talked about. But let's get to some of the ones that I checked out. So the one I was most excited about was, like I said, Helen McCarthy and she ran three panels. The first one was Sniffing Glue, the punk energy of early British anime fanzines. And from what I've heard, it is an amazing look at... Uh, Britain's look into anime and how they start out with the fanzines and all of those elements into that. She also ran a brief history of cosplay, which I checked out, and like I said, it was a masterclass. It was riveting, engaging, informative, fun, and just it kept you on the edge of your seats because it's just talking about cosplay. But when you get into it, just the little minute details are fascinating. And people who were like, I don't care, I'm just here to sit and do something, they were riveted by this. So Helen McCarthy 
an amazing person, a font of anime and manga knowledge. Great. Enough of that uh, geeking out. What else we had? We had, from friend of the podcast, Doug Wilder. We had All the Mecha You'll Ever Need. A great panel about, well, Mecha. And, well, again, I had a conflict of interest. I heard it was packed and great. And, Doug, I've just got to say to you, if you're watching this or listening to this, yeah, why have you made me obsessed with these guys? I don't know why. I am loving the Zaku now. Um, I've been getting back into Gunpla, so, yeah. That's a that's a whole other thing. I might start doing Gunpla as a podcast. If you're interested in doing that, email me, Zan, that's X-A-N at Spirekin.com, or tweet me at Spirekin. So, next, we had Otaku Culture Home and Abroad, a study of the otaku culture kind of fascinating gets into the geek culture but it's a little more just anime otaku nature not the other elements so not talking about train otaku or gun otaku just geek culture in general it was good not bad next we had the dark horse manga uh industry panel where they dropped that trigon is getting its uh hardcover release wow i'm just i'm really happy about that because i love berserk I love Helsing, but Trigun is the trifecta. You got three things about awesome violence and guns, so I'm definitely going to pick those up. Uh, there was how bootlegs are trying to destroy the anime industry and what you could do to stop it. This one, well, it's a panel about uh, bootlegging, and it gets into the history of it, so that was kind of cool. Giant Robots and Space Pirates, how sci-fi helped bring anime to America, self-explanatory, and a lot of fun. You had the Beginner's Guide to Tokusatsu, uh, the panelist for this, I didn't get his name, but he did a spectacular job going over all the series rapid fast. He covered everything from Lion Maru to Common Rider to even the predecessor to the Big Bag Beetleborgs and the original Power Rangers, the uh, co-riders. So props to him. Surprised he didn't talk more about Shin Ultraman, but again, technically Tokusatsu, technically something else. Yeah. You had craziest Japanese commercials, which is always fun. Just seeing the weirdest things possible, like the Resident Evil uh, Village trailer trailer commercials, which are really weird and fun. It's like, hey, it's all them walking around. Why is that? Who knows? You had translation horror stories. That was with Neil Nadelman and Darius Washington. And those are always fun and always absurd. And just like, they're really cringy when you hear the translation stories. I've heard that other translators they have different stories on it i'd love to just see a bunch of collab together and talk about the worst and best experiences in some way there was intro to anime studies 1959 to 2023 to question mark which was just studies of anime the idea of animation and then last and certainly not least one of the last panels i saw was manga for grown-ups now this was by benjamin hale and while i should be like yeah you're ripping off me because i've been doing manga recommendations for grown-ups for years this was more a study of drama and manga series that are slice of life didn't get into too much he covered a lot of series but it was just shotgun style didn't get into the nuance of it and more importantly he was covering series that aren't available which i used to do but now i try my best to keep things which are readily available it was pretty good not great there are some issues but the fact that he's spreading more manga for adults i appreciate i think he should change the title definitely the you know i kind of have a thing on it but well done Lots of other panels were happening, tons on cosplay, tons on the guests, and as usual, a great lineup. And let's get to the next thing, which was a lot of fun, and we're talking about the cosplayers, because we had tons of cosplayers this year, everyone possible, and not just talking about basic ones either. We're talking about simple ones, easy ones, crazy ones. The big cosplay that I saw was, of course, Vash's Stampede from Trigun 
Stampede. And you gotta love it. Also, a lot of other really fun ones. Just going on some of the best cosplays I saw this weekend. We had Bob Ross, of course. We had, well, you know, there's that. We had Kelty from Durawara. We had Daft Punk. They were at my panel and they were pretty awesome. They had movements. We had one of the we had one of the major characters from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Actually, a lot of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. This is my favorite because she actually shaded in the lines on her face or their face. Gotta say because they were cross playing. We had Vash Stampede with a 3D printed gun. We had another Vash Stampede with a 3D printed arm. several others just going over a couple of them which is pretty cool we had a solid snake who was in a box that one was just kind of I was like no it's just a box no he was actually chilling out in the box hiding we had Ellie from Last of Us 2 that was good and there was also a Abby from Last of Us walking around they were that was kind of cool and chill we had seen uh, well this is a scene from the uh, cosplay event and also that's from the anime boston dealers table where there was a bunch of cosplayers including a wario who was going Wah-ha-ha! a lot yes as you can see there's tons of people for that that's for a raffle where it was for ps5 which unfortunately i did not win the ps5 but tons of other people did the person who won was cosplaying as dio so yeah dio wins it all because it's our world probably probably switched it out who knows we had a loop on the third in a green jacket. Pretty good. Not great. He should have committed without the glasses, but, you know, that's me being a Lupin purist. We had Cyberpunk walking around. Yes, we had David and Lucy. And I love the attention to detail on this. I love the 3D printing on the style, and more importantly, the LEDs. Nice touch. This is actually the line for one of the meetups. And I have tons more. Tons more. Don't worry. Then, of course, there's your host with the most, Zan, walking around. Yeah, I decided to try something a little bit different. You know, going with the geek shirt with the jacket. What do you guys think? Do you like it? Don't like it? Let me know. Then, of course, we had an Inferno Cop. And we did have the FBI walking around, too. Uh, if you get that joke, awesome. If you didn't, I'm sorry. Another Lucy and David. We had everyone's favorite poison, Hashira. We had uh, Utena, which, well, surprised to see that one. That was a blast from the past. We had our food wars going on, a Shigeki. Well, going back. We had our major. We had a member of everyone's favorite bicycling team from Yawa Pedal. We had Hagrid. He was walking around. That was kind of a shock. Another Hashira. We had Kratos. Utina. And then last not least, another Vash. And last, Soma again. So it was a great convention, a lot was going on, and actually one other thing I got to mention, because you saw a QR code in that mix of pictures, is, well, they had a cool game where if you scan the QR code in the panel or in the room, you'd actually get a really cool animation of a character you designed walking around. The more places you scan, the more stuff you got. Now, while it is tracking your phone, it was pretty cool to see uh, your character show up and also getting more points, getting more different add-ons. Kind of fun. 
And for the theme, it worked because it was idols. Design your idol. So everyone had their own idol that was walking around checking out the panels. It was pretty fun, and there was tons of places to tag as well. Everywhere from the dealer's room, the artist alley. Actually, let's get to that. Um, so dealer's room this year was a little bit smaller than usual. There was a little less room in one of the usually two rooms. One of the room was a little more... Hmm, how to put this politely it was spacey there wasn't a lot of room much was going on and let's be honest it was a little bit crazy a little bit uh unusual but overall i did like the dealer's room there was some great things in there um the spacing wasn't great the artist alley what they did it's the artist alley wasn't as good as usual there was a lot of ai printing there wasn't as much commissions usually i find at least 20 commissions artist this year there was like three and they were not that great uh there was a couple of exceptions i don't want to use their names but they know who they are so next into the video games yes they split up the video game room into two rooms one room which is going to just have the basic video games the other had board games and some of the video game cabinets so two different rooms two different so sides of the convention center it felt kind of odd because it was actually in the artist alley so half the artist alley was the video game room and the board game room and that felt a little unusual and a little out of place i would rather have had everything in one room and i know that it's oh we don't have enough room for it but say la vie you know it is what it is and honestly i just was a little frustrating a little angering to get it all done and to get everything evened out just with how having to go from one to the other because if you want to go to the game room you want to go to the game room if you want to go to the board game room go to the board game room they should have kept them if the, i get the board games in another room but having half of the old arcade cabinets in another room that felt a little odd um if you thought differently let me know email me zansparker.com tweet me at spark and let me know your thoughts on if you liked it or didn't like it with the way that they set up the art, the deal, the video game room. I just was kind of, meh. Wasn't super like, yeah! So what else? The Masquerade this year was well done. You could actually, well, you did have to have a ticket this year. I got a ticket, which was pretty cool. Um, you didn't have to have a ticket. You could wait a little bit, wait for people to leave, and then you could enter in. For the most part, though, it was a ticketed event, and it was packed, as usual. So there's that. So overall, what did I think about Anime Boston compared to other years? On the one hand, the panels were top-notch this year. Not as good as last year because, well, let's be honest, I was a future panelist. Wait, that's being a little bit conceited. I loved the panelists this year. I loved the ideas. I felt it could have flowed a little better with the panels at some points because there were some panels that were questionable at best while they got in. But, you know, that is not the fault of anybody who was up researching them. Those are the fault of the appliers so hopefully next year we get more appliers the convention center is the prudential center they do the best they can and hopefully we stay a little bit longer there was an announcement that this is the last year to have an actual theme for the convention next year it's just going to be anime boston there's going to be no it's the food theme it's the mecca versus kaiju theme no it's just this is the th it, the theme is the con and while i like that i am going to miss having a theme to cater to for my different panels I loved theming the panels to whatever the theme was. So if I did, like, the there's an entire year where I did all samurai stuff because it was uh, samurai-themed. 
or the year where it was food themed because it was all food or sci-fi themed because it was all sci-fi so yeah it's gonna be kind of sad to miss that but as with all cons it does change and this was a fun con so if you have been to this convention if you enjoyed this convention please let me know your thoughts email me zan at spiraken.com that's x-a-n at s-p-r-a-k-e-n remember to like share and subscribe uh, you can check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and more importantly, our website, www.inspirekid.com. Hope you enjoyed, and as usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time, and keep checking out cons. Later. Later.